cliffcentral.com. There's some important stuff we've got to cover. And, you know, we get Dr. Hanan on here, and he is our, he's our living shrink. I mean, he's not living in, but we get to have a bit of his time every week. And today uh, we're going to also welcome back someone who is a, an old friend of cliffcentral.com and someone who's been a part of our family from the very beginning. But let me first welcome Dr. Hanan. Hey, Doc, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Awesome. Hey, um, another another busy week and, of course, you know, more and more problems for people, real problems. Uh, we've got to talk about... It doesn't go away. No, it doesn't go away. And we, we call this It's Going to Be Okay because we don't want to wake you up on a Monday and not have answers and solutions to people's problems. But right. today I'd like to introduce you, and many people already know him well. He's a, an extraordinarily talented musician. He's also the lead singer of the band Lone Hill Estate. He's made some incredible music with Graham Watkins, Luis Obala as part of Swing City. And more recently, he released a solo album called African Grey. His name is Nathan Rowe. Hi, you, Nathan Rowe. Hey, good Hi. morning, guys. How are you doing, dude? It's nice to see you. I, I haven't seen you in person for years. Yeah, hello. <laughs> can you hear us? Nathan, can you hear us? Hello. You can't hear us. Hmm. Okay. Simpiwe, can you maybe take a look and try and sort that out? Can you hear us now? No. Okay. While he's trying to, we'll try and get that sorted out. Uh, so what Nathan wanted to talk to you about, and I think maybe this is also where we, we pick up on what LeBang brought up last week, Doc, is the, mm-hmm. the idea that there are so many people who are on the edge. There are so many people who are really feeling life is, is, tough and it's hard and it's and it's difficult and nathan is going to tell us the story in a moment but he's lost three friends to suicide this year which is huge and we can talk about what you can do in a situation like that where you know one of your friends might be but what i also want to talk about with you this morning is what the underlying problem here is because a lot of this has to do with purposelessness okay and you've brought this up on the show before but I see lots of young, talented people who don't know what their purpose is. And, that, you know, you've said to us before, if you don't have that, then everything Absolutely. else slides into the background. And if you, if you wake up in the morning with nothing to drive you, no, no reason to, to be, um, no place in the world, no contribution that you can make, ultimately that just wears people down. And before you know it, they're in big, big trouble, right? Absolutely, Gareth. I think you hit the nail on the head with that term. The opposite of depression is not happiness. It's purposeless. It's having no sense of purpose. Mm. And, um, you know, they did this research. They found that there are five places around the world where people grow to be the happiest and oldest. Um, and they call those places blue zones. You can research it. It's yeah. quite fascinating. And, uh, the common denominators in those places were diet, people eat organically and eat well, mm-hmm. exercise, people are physically active, three social connections, and in those, and number four, in those communities, people never retire. There's always a sense of purpose. Uh, at 103 years old, you wake up and you've got something to do, something yes. to chase, something to create. It's an non-negotiable. It's a psychological nutrient that we cannot... So people say, what if I don't have it? Well, the end result of that is depression. Mm. It's not depression that causes purposeless 
uh, it's actually the lack of purpose that causes depression. Depression, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you the mechanism that works with it because, uh, or how that works is because when you have a sense of purpose, another word for a sense of purpose is chase something that resonates with your spirit. Chase something that resonates with your spirit. Chase that carrot. And when you are chasing externally, what something magical happens. Mm-hmm. You can't interpret internally. When you're chasing externally, you can't go into your head. And if you ask anybody that's depressed, anybody that's anxious, anybody that's mm-hmm. insecure, they will tell you they're in their head. They're always thinking. They're overthinking. They get into analysis paralysis. What about me? What is my meaning in life? Where am I going? It's all internal. So as you are chasing externally, you can't go internal. And I say to people that are depressed, Think about the last time or a time in your life when you weren't, when you were feeling that sense of purpose, feeling happy. Mm. And every time it's when they were doing things and chasing things externally outside of them. They were playing with their kids. They were doing a really great job. They were playing soccer. They were doing whatever, but they were doing things externally. Don't go in, there's no need to go internal. And, you know, we, we raised this before, actually last week, about the mental health warriors um, and the a common thing which is wrong is go internal, interpret what you're feeling, interpret what you're thinking. There's no need for that. There's no need to go internal. It has no value. Go external and chase your purpose. Yeah, and I mean, this is part of the the problem too, is that we're getting the opposite advice from people, and you know, it's in social media and everything else. People are like, no, you've got to figure yourself out. Actually, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Actually, actually, people are spending too much time figuring themselves out. Absolutely. We, we, it's, it's navel gazing, right? <laughs> right? It's, uh, it's uh, absolutely, but we'll, we'll figure what out. People yeah. say figure yourself out. And figure what, do you, what out? What, what, do you, do? what are you figuring out? Sit there. And first of all, I mean, a lot of people think that the, the solution is to sit there and unpack their brain and then repack it and try to organize their thoughts. And, and then they do. They spend this, all this time being hugely self-indulgent and not fixing anything uh, because that's not the tool that you should be using. You've just said what you need to do is externalize, actually find, find, things, to, find things to do. Be a part of the world rather than being in your head the whole time. And, Absolutely. and then there are people who take drugs because they think if we take drugs, whether it's antidepressants or whether it's, um, you know, magic mushrooms or it's, uh, it's cocaine or whatever the hell it is people are doing or they drink, they think that'll give them some kind of like aha moment. That is not how right. it works. That's not how, how, yeah. how the brain works, right? So purpose is not, and a lot of your problems are not in an intellectual pursuit of figuring out a solution. Mm -hmm. Most of your problems, if not all of them, are actually an experiential pursuit of figuring out your problem. Okay. They're not intellectual, they're experiential. So so I'll give you an analogy. If somebody comes to me and says to me, Hanan, how do I know whether I like to play tennis? How do I know whether tennis is my thing? Well, I could pull out a whiteboard and drop a pros and cons column. And if there are more pros, then they, you obviously love it. And there are more cons, then you obviously hate it. Well, that would be a ridiculous way to try to figure out whether you mm. like to play the game of tennis. What I would say to you would be go out and hit, hit balls for 10 minutes. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, you would know exactly whether the game resonates with your spirit or not. Mm. So most mm. of life is not about let me figure out the pros and cons because what has more pros, you might absolutely hate. And what has more cons, you might absolutely love go out and experience it and another thing that i just want to raise is you said a lot of young people have no idea of what their sense of purpose is 
And the truth is, guys, it's most people don't have an idea of what resonates with their spirit. Uh, Depression amongst, uh, you know, the the, the not so young, well, they're in the 30s or 40s or 50s. It's it's awful. It's awful. The lack of purpose because I'm doing things because I have to, as opposed to because, as opposed to because I want to or because it resonates Mm -hmm. with who I am is staggering that's a real pandemic the lack of purpose so I'm, I'm and gonna, that's been in existence forever i'm going to bring nathan in i think we've got a, a connection here How, how's it dude how are you hey man sorry about that no 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 the no worries there's new always, world of work yeah there's always technical stuff but it's nice to see you nathan rowe of course uh, yeah. a, a member of the cliff, the cliff central family and somebody who we've checked in with uh, all the all the way through um, the, you know, the last couple of years of music and just you're a very, very talented human being, but you've brought a, a very particular uh, problem here to Dr. Hanan this morning, and it's something that I think a lot of people can relate to. So, Nathan, I'm going to let you ask your questions for uh, to Dr. Hanan, and let's, let's all just benefit from, the, um, from the, the, the analysis and the wisdom that he gives us after that. Go for it. Cool. Well, um, the, the thing started with... Um, uh, recently lost another friend to suicide. It's been the third one this year. Um, I've lost about 10 um, in total since high school. Um, and yeah, I think three in one year was just so much for me. And it was like, a, there's got to be something wrong. There's got to be something wrong systemically. You know, I mean, we often hear about systemic racism, but we, we don't hear about systemic causes for depression, you know, and I just, I was wondering, I'm trying to get to the root cause of, of what, what is causing this more than anything. And I asked a lot of depressed people who suffer with depression, um, what they found is their root cause of these things. And, and not a lot of people could actually answer me. They would often say, Oh, my anxiety causes my depression, but what causes your anxiety? You know, there's, there's always going to be something. And I know it's different for, for everyone. It's a very, um, broad, uh, you know, broad broad options of causes but um yeah so i really wanted to know what systemically maybe we could change like in society what we could do differently that could help people i mean a lot of people brought up the fact that there's no one talking about it um people were applauding me for bringing up the topic and i was like guys it's not even i mean i don't know anyone who would who would tell a depressed person oh no you'll be fine just you know stiff up a lip um I don't know. I feel that a you know, back in the day, I feel like we've changed quite a bit since since then. But apparently, people are still um, coming up against that. Um, and then, sorry, just an, another add-on question, maybe if you could get to, um, is also just the cost of of um, counselling and psychological treatment, mental wellness treatment. Um, I sort of understand why psychiatrists cost money because they're dishing up drugs. Um, but psychologists sort of have the same price bracket and I don't know if they carry the same risks. Maybe they do. Maybe dealing with, um, people with depression is a high risk thing. I know gynecologists and anesthetists charge a lot of, um, money because of the insurance costs that drive them up through the roof. Um, so I'd be interested to just hear why, um, psychologists charge as much as they do. Thanks. All right. Hey, Nathan. How's it, man? Uh, so first of all, sorry about your losses. It's, it's horrible. And there's two kind of sides to the two, two 
pays a victim. Obviously, the family and the people that um, that are surrounding the people that have committed suicide, and obviously the people that are suffering with it with intense depression. And you raised the link between anxiety and depression, and they're very heavily linked. And before you got on 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 the show, we were just talking. We we're saying that the opposite of depression is not happiness. The opposite of depression is a lack of purpose. And what ends up happening is a lot of people that have depression, they feel stuck and they go internal. So they start analyzing the meaning of their lives. And they, once you feel stuck and lose hope, it's very difficult to kind of keep on pushing your body further and start trying or continue trying. So what happens with anxiety is obviously it can, the causes could be many things. It could be a marriage thing. It could be a work thing. It could be a financial thing. It could be um, not living my passion thing. It could be a kid's thing. It could be many, many, many different things. And once a person tries to overcome anxiety and they're just not able to, and they try it again and they're not able to, and they try it again, they're not able to, um, or what ends up happening is they start feeling stuck. And that's when the body starts to shut down and reveal, show uh, symptoms of depression. Uh, depression and stuckness is synonymous. So you'll ask your friends or people that you know that have depression is then they'll, they'll tell you one, their lack of sense of purpose and two, they will tell you that they feel stuck. They don't see a way out. They're losing hope. So what we can do as a society is start creating not just a sense of purpose or giving people something to chase externally that resonates with who they are, but giving people hope. Um, that's the first thing. Um, and there are many things that a person with depression, the, the, the they can do. There are many things that us in the community and people surrounding them that can help them with. But to your to your second point, um, psychologists are incredibly expensive. There's no question. Um, there are many free resources out there for people that are suffering with mental health disorders. South African Depression and Anxiety Group is one of them. Uh, there are many uh, within your community. There are many people that you can reach out to, even within religious organizations. There are many, many uh, organizations and people and communities that are that you can reach out to that will give you good, solid advice and good, solid support. And support is incredibly important during a time when you're feeling really low because one thing that even if you take the pandemic that has helped us a lot is that we were not doing things alone. We were doing things within a community. But remember, mental health, going back to your question, why is psychology expensive? Uh, it's a very specialized field. Um, you know, I was watching, and I mentioned this on the show last week, there's a lot of people going online and giving so-called free advice because they've been through depression or anxiety, but it's actually the wrong advice because you have to understand the structures and the mechanism that causes depression and anxiety and any mental health disorders in order to be able to treat it appropriately and effectively. And if you don't get the right advice, well, you're going to, it's like going to the wrong mechanic as an example, going to your mate to that knows a little bit about cars to try and fix a really complex and robust issue with your engine. Well, you can imagine what might happen. And the difference between an engine and a, um, and a person is you can mess up with an engine and then you can go to somebody else that will fix it. But with human nature, you can cause enough damage that fixing it or resolving the issue is becomes a little bit more complex and sometimes very difficult later on. So if anything, to your point, if you are suffering with a mental health condition, uh, whatever it might be, don't just lean on anybody for advice. Lean on people that understand and know the mechanism that started it all, the causes, 
and the appropriate treatment. Start with your GP, your psychiatrist, your psychologist, your mental health professional, your nurse, your religious uh, community, your community. Uh, free helplines are wonderful, but reach out to somebody that understands it and certainly can give you the appropriate advice moving forward. Yeah, that's really useful stuff um, because because everybody these days claims, and this is something you brought up last week, Doc, that everybody claims to you know have some idea of how to deal with this stuff, but you've got to pay for the professionals. And I'm 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 sad that we live in a country where social workers, for example, are, they're just too few of them, and they just can't cover all the all the bases. We've just got too many people who need them. Um, you you get to you get to psychologists and psychiatrists, and I mean. Nathan's right, and this is something we haven't ever brought up on this this segment of the show before, is, is the cost of this stuff. You know, like anything, you need help. You've got to pay for it. And and yeah. it's it's just a really, really sad situation. Is there anything that you would advise? I mean, we've spoken to the people from the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADAG, before, and they're terrific. You know, if you if you suspect that someone you know is going through what, what Nathan said some of his friends have, you can call them up and they can they can help. You know, they've got some very, very good trained counselors there who do a terrific job, and we've spoken to them a, a lot on the show. But, Nathan, are, are you okay, dude? Because to to lose three people in the space of, of – in this short space of time, that's horrendous. I mean, that must take its toll on you in a big way. Nathan? Can you hear me? You got major internet problems with him this morning. Yeah, I mean, any advice for for how people can help you know help themselves kind of through this kind of this situation without having to go and see uh, someone professional, just as the friend, as the person that that is that is still alive when so many of your friends have done this. What do you yeah, say? Yeah, it's awful. It's 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 absolutely yeah. Surround yourself with people that you can resonate with, people that understand, so you don't have to walk alone. Doing things with other people in the same boat is very, very important. And surround yourself with that kind of support. And go get advice. The truth is this is your trauma. Mm. To lose somebody mm. is incredibly traumatic. You go through your own stages of grief and phases of grief, and you've got to learn how to process your emotions. It's not a joke having lost someone. No. It's terrible, and especially when it's unexpected, to suicide. It's awful. So surround yourself with the right people and get the right advice. Um, you can work through your own loss. I'm very sorry that uh, that Nathan is obviously having internet issues at home at the moment too. A lot of people are bringing up social media um, as as part of the reason that so many people go down the hole here. And I think that's something we've got to talk about in a, in a future episode. But thanks so much, Dr. Hanan. Sure. We will check thanks, in with guys. you in a week's time and uh, have have a very good uh, have a good week. I hope it's going to be very Thank successful. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You too. And, thanks, Doc. and filled All with right, purpose. There we go. A week full of purpose. That's what we're heading into. Mm. Cliffcentral.com.